Welcome to With Priscilla, a podcast that dives into inspiring stories of everyday people who have navigated life's twists and turns with resilience, courage, and faith. Join me as I sit down with guests from all walks of life, sharing their unique journeys, triumphs, and lessons learned along the way. From overcoming adversity to chasing dreams, our guests open up about the moments that define them, whether it's an artist, entrepreneur, or someone with a remarkable life story. Get ready to be inspired. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Everyone has a story worth telling. And here, we believe that every story matters. Well, hi, Terry. Hello. So, you, well, let me give a little introduction. Terry is a mother and newly grandmother. Do you go by grandma or? Gigi. Oh, Gigi is that. my new title, which I am loving very much. It's very, I very cool. I love that. All that you kind of hope, hope that it's going to be, it's, it's so much more. Mm. Super sweet. Highly recommend. I think I've already been thinking, not that Cassandra doesn't even have a boyfriend right <laughs> now, but I've thought about what would I want my name to be? Yeah. I don't know. It was, Did it this. was, I had the whole nine months to decide. I knew I wasn't going to be grandma. Yeah. But I kind of went back and forth between a few and then that one just sort of stuck. I love that. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. So you have three amazing kids. Mm-hmm. We've known each other for I was quite trying a while. to figure that out. It has to be over 21 years because yeah. it was way before our ki- of the, the girls. Yeah. So it's, so it's like 97-ish, 1997-ish. Yeah. Um, I remember your boys were so little. And to be honest, because of all the ends in the name, like Nini, <laughs> Noah, Naya, I used to always think like, okay, there's an N. <laughs> we used to what, get them confused all the time too. Yeah. We still do. <laughs> but they were so cute. They were a highlight, you know, when I would see you guys, just the three of them yeah. running around. They were so cute. And then our daughters, we had our daughters kind of back to back. Yeah. And yeah, because they're 21 now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's daunting to hear. That's crazy. I know. Um, and then lo and behold, unplanned, they went to the same elementary school. Yep. And then Cassandra went to high tech high, which then mm-hmm. um Kaya went and Sunny's kids went. So that was nice too. That was comforting to me yeah. because familiar faces yeah. minded for sure. Yeah. It's like, okay, families I know. Yeah. God forbid something gonna happen. Yeah families are there. So it was nice that Cassandra got to be around Mm -hmm. the kids different in different ways in different schools. But more than anything, you have always been just an amazing mother. But to me, I've always observed you, even Shannon, just being a mom Mm -hmm. because you guys shown i think to me you guys shown the silliness and the funness of being a mom because we know moms is an exhausting role (laughs) (laughs) it's very exhausting and very stressful at times Mm -hmm. just managing because you're just you're just a manager yep doing all the things things. and you have three kids i only have one yeah so you're doing all the things for three kids you know six school field trips lunches sports sports everything you could think of. 
And so you guys really showed me just from watching you too. Mm -hmm. Because there's only probably less than a handful of moms that I really observed. Mm -hmm. Just so that way I can kind of like my guidance Mm -hmm. of how to navigate motherhood, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) And But you guys, more than anything, I saw the silliness and the Mm -hmm. funness of being a mom and the lightheartedness, even though it was tough, you know, we have our tough moments as, as mothers, but it's okay. And it's good to, to show the funness and the silliness. Yeah. Well, I think you need to, I think you, if you don't find that it's going to be even more challenging because it can get so crazy at times that if you don't find that (laughs) it's going to put you in a really tough spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we tried to, you know, keep our sanity a lot of the times. And so we raised them together mm-hmm. because when we're all together, then it kind of gave us a break or we would even swap kids here. You take these and I'll take these because it's just a different change of pace, mm-hmm. you know, so it gives you a fresh energy that when you're just kind of worn out <laughs> doing the same thing. But um, yeah, no, I definitely had them having all of them around me. Um was a huge benefit and they're all still really close now, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, we all put a lot of intention into offering them a lot of time together to hope that they would have that. Um, I had, it was me and my sister growing up and we didn't have any cousins because mm-hmm. my parents are both only children. So oh, wow. we didn't have that experience. They didn't have any siblings themselves? No. So wow. My aunts and uncles that I had okay. were all their aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. and they were like older when we were born. So there was none of those mm-hmm. younger, cooler aunt and uncle moments and relationships. It was just different for us. So mm-hmm. I always gravitated with even my friendships in childhood to families that had large families that okay. always had family gatherings because yeah. it was just something that we didn't have. So when we had kids, that's what I knew I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, except a mom. Mm. I knew I wanted to be a mom and I wanted to do the field trips and I hoped that I would be able to offer that to my kids. And so I loved being on the floor, playing with them, even if I didn't feel like playing with G.I. Joes. <laughs> like I loved spending that time with yeah. them and allowing their brains to be creative and just get bored. Mm-hmm. In their boredom, I felt like that's, even when they didn't like it, that's when the creation mm-hmm. began. And then the memories that they have now are all of those random things that they were forced to do yeah. from being born. Yeah. You know, but no, back to that. Yeah, definitely having all of the kids together made it a lot easier to get through the day in and day out. And you know, sometimes the more stressful times of parenting. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very grateful for that for sure. So you're from California, mm-hmm. correct? San Diego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a sister. Mm-hmm. She still She's, lives here. Oh, she does. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she has two boys. So um, there's five total. My three kids, and then her two boys on my quote side of my family, uh-huh. and then I have my three and my three bonus kids from my husband. So we blended that about our family about six and a half years ago. So that's a whole interesting dynamic too. It is. Double double the fun. So let's talk about (laughs) your parents because I understand you lost your parents, Mm -hmm. but I never knew what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So my dad, when I was 16, Mm -hmm. I was in, I think, 10th grade, beginning of 11th grade, right when school started, 
he had a heart attack and it was very sudden, unexpected. Um, and when that, I feel like when that happens to you when you're young, especially in a teenager, when you're kind of getting ready to learn mm-hmm. about adult responsibility, but you're still a kid and mm-hmm. you haven't grasped it yet, it kind of shoots you into that adult mind quicker than I would hope for any child. Uh-huh. And you just think about perspective, you know, things are different, you a little more serious. And um, I just focused on kind of not being a burden to my mom, mm. you know, and um, I didn't really know how it was for her and her generation. You just don't talk about a lot of things. Mm. They just kind of, you just keep pushing forward. And um, so I just tried to stay, not, not kind of rock the boat and just yeah. be a good student, be a good kid. And um, yeah. And so it was me, mom, me and my mom and my sister for the next, I think 16, 17 years. And I want to say I was about 34 when she passed away. Um, She was um, going through kidney failure already. Mm -hmm. She was diabetic. And then she had an episode. And then while we were trying to stabilize her with that, she ended up having a heart attack as well. Um, But both of them, in my opinion, now looking back, the, their lifestyle choices, their eating habits, lack of activity Mm -hmm. definitely contributed to that. And I Mm -hmm. think even before I really recognized it, it made me go on a path. Like I'm, I don't want to be that way Yeah. with all due respect. I loved my parents and they loved me the best they knew how with the Mm -hmm. tools that they were given from their Mm -hmm. childhood. Um, but I was like, I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my kids. I want to be active with them. I want to engage with them in that way. And I want to, I don't want to be struggling with my health any more than is already kind of disposed to yeah. me, predisposed, you know? So I think I started choosing different routes for myself at that point, like my eating and my activity level and just my perspective on things mm-hmm. that probably started happening in high school, I think. And then just slowly, you know, became more and more to the front of my life, like after my mom passed away. But yeah, that was, that was a tough one for me. Cause we have such a small family when my mom, um, sorry. Yeah. It was hard, but it made me, um, reevaluate myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, I never liked taking pictures. I was very, I get very shy, just like with this whole microphone thing. <laughs> um, but I started taking pictures with my kids because I didn't have that many with my mom because she was the same way. And I'm like, I don't want to live with that regret. I don't want yeah. my kids to be looking for pictures of me and not find them because we're such huge parts in their life. Yeah. Um, but they they want to look back and remember all of that. So yeah. I kind of kind of got this different mentality about things and tried to start putting myself in uncomfortable positions and pushing through it anyways, because I wanted my kids to learn from that. And shortly after my mom passed away, I think it might've been the next year or two years later, that's when I found myself going through a divorce Mm -hmm. and um, knowing my kids were going to watch me go through that. um, I kind of had to make a decision on the path I was going to take with that. And, um, I don't, you know, they still, sh- they share with me now as adults what they remember watching, but um, I didn't want them to 
see me as a victim. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to find my strength and mm-hmm. believe in that strength to like try to walk through a lot of things during that time. Um, but yeah, the four of us did a lot of things together. My bed was our yeah. safe boat. <laughs> we listened to worship, worship music and we'd all sleep together in the mm-hmm. beginning, um, sometimes just to get through days because it was overwhelming and confusing and um, a lot of emotions during that time. But then slowly healing came and it was definitely a time for me and God that became kind of a love story. And um, I leaned on him with everything I had mm-hmm. most days and just really fell in love with God in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just kind of walked through our days and I was finally to the point where I was content that it was just me and God and I was okay with that. I'm just going to just, you know, and um, and so then it was, we were in, you know, kind of a good pattern and, you know, routine with my walk with God and with my kids. And um, I think it was maybe seven years of being a single mom um, that then things sort of shifted (laughs) in my (laughs) life, which is a really cool story. But um, that's when my now husband, Johnny, came into the picture in the way that he was because that's a whole nother story. We've known each other. We went to high school together. And oh, I never knew you went to high school. I knew you guys were, I mean, the Flores family are, I feel like they're friends with a yes. lot. Yes. Yeah. People, they're, yeah. But they're such sure. a good family. But I, I had assumed you guys were just friends, but I never knew high school. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. actually even <laughs> he likes this story. Um, he was my paper boy, I think in junior high. Oh, wow. And he, didn't like me for good reason, I guess. Um, he used to have to come collect the the dues or whatever it's called every month. And he'd come to our door and me and my sister would answer. And we were always annoyed by this guy that had to come to the door and interrupt whatever we were doing that was, I'm sure, not important. And, you know, I guess I wasn't the nicest person when I'd go to the door. So he hated coming to my house to collect. So then years later, the irony of us then... We were friends. We had we all had mutual um, friends. Our kids even grew up together, and um, we both found ourselves going through divorces mm-hmm. the same year. And neither of us were the ones wanting it, yeah. but found us self there ourselves there. And so I think it started with us both just sort of kind of calling each other, literally just about like, hey, Navigating. did you have to fill out that yeah. form? What does all this legal jargon mean? And it was overwhelming. And so I think we just became closer friends going through it because you're navigating through that. Feeling. We, yeah. don't know, we don't know what we're doing and want to make the best choices for yeah. our kids. And, and then at the same time, I was more available for his daughter and he was more available to my boys to kind of bridge that gap mm. and help answer questions or be there in the ways that we couldn't as the other parent. Yeah. And I think as that would happen, just it was a very natural kind of thing. I think we both just had an admiration and respect for the way that we handled parenting during that time. Because even if you have a big support system, which I did and I'm grateful for, at the end of the day, you go home and lay your head on a yeah. pillow or you're in the shower and you're just like, Lord, am I doing okay? Because mm. this is a lot and it's a lot of weight on my shoulders because it seems like when they do something good, everybody's 
proud, but when your kids make a choice that's maybe not the best, you feel like the weight is on your shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, that you're the one yeah. that's responsible for that. So, but so back to him, we were just friends for a very long time. And then there was this shift that I think we both had the shift, mm-hmm. but we never addressed it. And maybe we had it in different times, but kind of in the same season. And for me personally, it freaked me out because it was Johnny and we were <laughs> friends and that was weird. And I never looked at him that way. And now why is this changing? And God had kind of asked me if I would look at that as, and I was like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. That's not happening. Just, there's just no way. Yeah, And so he sort of put it on the back burner for, I don't know, half a year, year uh-huh. maybe, and then kind of invited me into that conversation again. And I was like, that's just weird. Like, I get what you're saying, God, but no. And he's like, but would you just walk with me in this? And so I I was willing to listen because I think his choices and plan is better than what I for myself. And, um, so I agreed to kind of entertain the idea, mm-hmm. but it was petrifying. And I shared with Shannon and told her, like, you cannot. Like, I will take your firstborn <laughs> if you tell anyone about this. And another friend of mine, uh, Gina. And so they both knew and they were sort of rooting for me to figure Aww. it out. And so, like, that was maybe maybe six, seven months later, I randomly text him. and he was surprised because I I was surprised because I not bold that way <laughs> and just told him how I was feeling. And I'm like, but if that's weird, just let me know. Yeah. And we'll just fist bump and call it a day. <laughs> like we'll just go back to being friends. Totally fine. I get it. And so for like a year, we talked about how it couldn't work. It's just so complex with our mutual friends and family and the intertwinings of everything. It's kind like, of like that thing where it's just easier not to. Totally. And kind of more of like the excuse, like, no. Oh, totally. Easier just to mm-hmm. like not complicate like, And he did everything. that. He told me later that he had already had that thought in his head like the year prior and already told himself, absolutely not. But he said it was the same thing that he just admired the way mm. I walked through everything and was like, man, it'd be cool if it could be her, but just not Terry. <laughs> So we both kind of had the same understanding. And then I can't, I'm trying to remember the timeline, but my kids were teasing me one night. We were watching TV and some commercial came on for some dating site, which I would never do because I don't know how to date. I don't. <laughs> and, um, but they were mocking me because they knew I'd never do it. And so I was like, oh, well, maybe I would. And <laughs> so I signed up for Christian Mingle. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't even use my real name because I had no plans of actually, it was just to like show my kids up that I could do it. And so I filled out this like insane questionnaire with all these things that you like and not whatever. And I left it and then went to bed. And the next day I get these emails. They tell you that someone is checking out your profile. So of course you're intrigued. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow. Oh, who's someone, this? Someone thinks that some, someone's some interested. 40 year old lady with three kids, like has something to offer, you know, kind of thing. So I was intrigued. And when I went to pull up the emails, I, you, you open it up. I'm trying to remember you open it and it connects you to their page. Oh, okay. But then when you do that, it they see it. that person that 
you checked their page out. And when I opened up the page before I even looked at the name of the person, the profile picture freaked me out because it was the picture that I had for Johnny in my contacts. Oh my gosh. I probably like, I don't know, just took it off Facebook. You know, when I would- Oh, some random? Yeah. I thought you were gonna say it was Johnny. No, it was oh. him. Oh, it was him. What? And I and that that yeah, that's what? what I said. And I was like, oh my gosh. And in, as my mind's trying to process, like, no, I'm like, oh no, it's gonna tell him. <gasps> and I'm thinking, could he know that it's me? Like, it says <laughs> you have another name? Vista. <laughs> like, there's enough information that if he knew me oh, well to enough, describe you. he might be able to tell. But it didn't have my name. I didn't put any pictures. Nothing okay. at all. But I'm freaking out. So I'm trying to text him and like, just tell him, Hey, (laughs) just want to let you know, you know, kind of thing. But back then we didn't have like service, you know, phone service as well. And he's down in Rosarito visiting his parents and he comes back across the border and it's like, bing, 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 bing. And he gets all of these notifications. I think it was like two or three. He says it's like 20. So whatever, he might be right. But he opens up these texts and it's me like panicking like, hey, I just want to let you know I created this profile just to, you know, show up my kids and da da da. And so the name that I put as my name, because I didn't even use a real name, I just put the the phrase okie dokie. <laughs> and so he texts me back and he's like, Are you okie dokie? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely, this is a nightmare. And more so because he kind of has the upper hand now in like teasing me. And I'm like, we can't have that because we had a really kind of sarcastic friendship. Okay. And I always felt like- So now he has a leverage. Okay. And I was like, this is not good. Yeah. And I was relaying all of this to Shannon because her and her family were driving up to Bend for the holidays to visit friends. And they they were driving at night. They're like, no, just keep talking. We're loving all of this. This is amazing. I'm all, this is not amazing. I'm sick to my stomach right now. This is not good. They're living a little movie. Oh, they're loving it. Yeah. And so <laughs> this is totally like Hallmark. Oh, that's what I told Johnny. Thing. I'm like, I got like my rom com. <laughs> yeah, you I did. I'm totally envisioning it. And now and now that you said Shannon, now I'm envisioning the car ride yep. and And they're it. they're they're cracking up, watching <laughs> me squirm. And, you know, the kids are all sleeping in the back. They're like, no, 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 this is great because it's late at night and we're trying to stay awake. So this is better than any podcast we could be listening to. I'm like, well, you're welcome. So at your expense. Yeah. So I think that was like right be right around right after Christmas. And then um, so I think it was a, a little while later, I think when I text him and like was just like, look, this is I have these feelings. Mm-hmm. It's weird and I don't know what to do with them. But I feel like I need to be honest with you. And because it's just sitting here and I feel like I need to at least share that with you Mm -hmm. but if it's too weird totally understand whatever and so he just sent like us the old school smiley emoji with like the colon and the parenthesis before there was emojis and um said it was he had had the same thoughts Mm. it was a lot to try to have a conversation with on over text yeah so we met a few days later in the morning and had coffee slash hot chocolate because he doesn't drink coffee and sat <laughs> my kind a of couple, person yes totally <laughs> and we sat for a couple of hours and just talked about everything but he was like I don't think we can mm. and I'm like I get it and I respect that and so for the next year mm-hmm. literally the whole year we kept talking but talking more often than we ever had before okay. about how it wouldn't work but all these little like 
meetings would happen that we couldn't, like we didn't even plan and we would find ourselves in the same place. So you're constantly being connected, which is, to me, it's more of like God just keep putting you two together, Mm -hmm. but each time you're both saying no. Yeah. We're trying to avoid each other, but finding it harder It seems like the more you guys fought it, the more... God brought us together. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's totally what happened. And then um, in December, it'll be 10 years this month, or yeah, this month, because we're in December now. Um, we were, it's my favorite story. Um, we I was driving to Jamie's house, okay. a friend of ours, yeah. mutual friend, to pick up tamales. Oh, that she, I that love that. One of the daughters, one of her daughters was selling for a school fundraiser okay. for high tech. So I was going to pick up tamales and I'm like by H, no, Hilltop and Pepper Tree. Okay, yeah. Going to I love Pepper Tree. Time. I get to that stop sign mm-hmm. and I wait because there's a car coming up from Pepper Tree. Okay. And that car stopped first. So I'm waiting to let that car pass and that car proceeds to turn and go next to me, like past me. And as I look up, it's Johnny. <laughs> and I was purposely, we had kind of agreed like, we're not going to talk. We're going to yeah. take a few days. And I think we had not talked for like three days and it felt like three months, which was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But so I had avoided him, like any contact, anything, and he passes by, and we were purposely trying to not see each other. Oh, so and you talk. guys knew but it was each other, and then he looks at me and he kind of gives me like a wave and like a like a you know half smile, and I'm just like, I'm really not trying to be by your house right now. I'm trying to pick up tamales and get out of this area and get back to my house. So he figured I'm going to pick up Bella because, oh, okay. you know, she's good friends with yeah. her daughter. And so I go get the tamales and he texts me. He's like, hey, I'm assuming you're picking up Bella or whatever. But if not, um, I have something for you if you want to stop by the house. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying to not talk to you. But yeah, I want to come by, but I'm trying to not talk to you right now. Like, this is so no, but sure. Up. Okay, bye. Totally. <laughs> so messed up. So I was like, no, I'm actually... Um, Bella's with her dad. I just was stopping to pick something up. I can come by in like 15 minutes or whatever. And so it was like this battle, both of us. Of yeah. Like, don't come, but if you want to come, come. don't come. And I didn't go by his house. It's I'm, like this little dad. Oh, totally. Saves. And I don't know if we were both just, we called it the year of denial. I don't know if we were <laughs> that just sounds denying, accurate. It kind of sounds, sums it up. Yeah. And so, um, so I went by his house and I stopped by and I think I had something to drop off there while I was there anyways for his daughter or something. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I get it, I go into, I go into the house and he gives me a Tiffany's box mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't even have anything from Tiffany's, which he was surprised. I'm like, no, I literally don't have anything from Tiffany's. And he's like, and I open it and I'm like, I don't think friends do this this is weird. And he gives me this Aloha necklace and I've been wearing it like for 10 years now. And he goes, no, just when I see you, you always, regardless of like what you've gone through, you always just, you're like my Aloha. You're always just seem to have this like positive disposition that there's joy in the midst of whatever. And that's how I always look at you. And I was like, Oh, I was totally like, were you bawling or just melting? Yeah, Totally melting. But why are we saying no? Hands don't do this. Like yeah. this is this is weird. And now I'm kind of confused. But here, put it on. But now I'm confused. I made him put it on. And and it was like this weird, like I said, I feel like at this point we're gonna have to make a decision because yeah. this is too hard for me. I know there's feelings there. 
but then we're going to have to kind of redefine our friendship if we're just going to stay friends yeah. because I there's definitely feelings there and I don't want to sit in this limbo place anymore. Yeah. So that day we agreed, okay, we'll try to go on a date and we'll see if Where it's it weird <laughs> or if it's not. And if not, we'll just give a high five and go back to being friends and hopefully it won't because he was afraid that my heart would get hurt and he watched um, what happened prior yeah, and he did not want that to happen. So he was willing to- Well, that's not, admirable. Totally. Totally And sweet. he's very, very much like that. Yeah. Which is part of what I admired about him was his integrity. And, um, and so I said, you let me be a big girl and worry about my feelings. I've- had a year to process all of this. Yeah. And so we went on a date shortly after or whatever. And then it just got, it was, it was awkward. Cause we were like, do we hold hands? Like, this is just, how do we transition this? You know, and knowing our kids are going to be like, wait, uncle Johnny, like, wait, <laughs> this is weird. But then, and it wasn't, it was as quick as we thought it was. It, it easily, it was so easy and comfortable because we did know each other and a lot of the things that maybe you would share in a relationship that you wonder if they're still going to want to be a part of mm -hmm. your life. If they know all of those things, we already knew those things. Mm -hmm. Those had already been displayed uh, during our friendship and during our conversations. A lot of the hard conversations were already had. Mm -hmm. So then it was just like, you didn't have anything to hide. No. You guys he went through he like the low dark, moments. He saw all the yeah. dark, ugly, lower moments, the moments that I might have been, I don't know, ashamed is the right word. Maybe but, shielded. But feeling vulnerable. Yeah. But him as well. And I think both of us never thought of it in any other way of like, we saw what you went through and how you handled yourself and yeah. choosing to take the high road and, you know, not focus on what other people just yeah. focusing on your kids mm -hmm. and just trying to get through days. Stay afloat. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so then it just, it's loving him was the easiest thing. And, but also I learned about a relationship and being treated with respect mm -hmm. and um, just a mutual respect and admiration for each other. And, like you're, you, you want the best for them genuinely. Mm -hmm. And so that was never hard. I think the most challenging was sharing with our friends at some point, like, what are they going to think? <laughs> like, are they going to, well, I you saw know? you guys, I think you guys would post like pictures. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, but secretly I was like, Ooh, mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. this would be amazing. That's, and that's kind so of, secretly I was, mm -hmm. and then I was like, wait, do I cheer them on? <laughs> Because maybe that's what they don't want or they're totally not even, it's not even there. Yeah. But yeah. secretly in my heart, I was like, oh, that would be beautiful. That would be <laughs> wonderful, you know, because these two deserving people need and, you know, that partner yeah. and that. Yeah. It was definitely like a best friendship mm -hmm. that like we were friends that turned into best friends in a in a very maybe non-traditional yeah. way. Um. And then turned into boyfriend, girlfriend, and then just, it sort of very easily evolved. Um, yeah. And is, so it's just, it's been an, a blessing just watching it and watching our kids. And when we told them, we told them first a few months after, uh -huh. um, 
And then I think Johnny, we were going to tell our other friends Mm -hmm. because we hadn't posted anything. Uh We just were trying to make sure, figure things out for ourselves first. And because it was a lot to really digest because there's so many things interwoven Mm -hmm. and we wanted to just respect Mm -hmm. areas that deserve that respect. And um, so we group texted like our friends, like couples Mm -hmm. and he was super nervous. I was less nervous because I was just like, I already know. I already did all the work with God. Like, I know if he's going to bring us to this, I was more excited and he's more conscientious than yeah. I am. <laughs> he's very <laughs> he's very considerate. You know, I'm more like, just like, whatever. Um, and so we texted them and like couples, you know, our friends and stuff and waiting to hear their response. And the majority of them were like, Dude, finally you guys figured it out. We have been hoping and rooting and praying for you guys because we can all see it. I think, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't talk to, I didn't talk to anybody about it, mm-hmm. but I saw mm-hmm. it and I was cheering you guys on and praying yeah. too. So that's that's so funny that a lot of people that yeah. knew you both were I guess more than on the same page without even knowing it. <laughs> we thought we were being sleuth about it, but clearly we were. No. We were just, it was a lot to you know, wrap around our head and knowing, I think both of us weren't going to date just to date. Yeah. But if we were dating, that it was going to lead to marriage and there's kids involved. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't just about us. Yeah. It was about me taking on the responsibility of supporting him, raising, not raising, but our kids were, you know, kind of grown teenagers and adult, but also then him coming on and taking that role Mm -hmm. and, you know, you want to be respectful of exes and um, the roles. And he's always been extremely respectful of them Mm -hmm. and which I also admired about him. And um, yeah. And then when we told our kids, they all had their individual, you know, reactions that were kind of perfect with going along with with their personalities, but you know, kind of just like, Oh, but okay. (laughs) And, And they're like, it's actually, a, we know him and we like him, so Aww. it's weird and now it's not kind of thing. Well, I guess so it's more of not having to figure out who is this guy that's mm-hmm. with my mom yeah. type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. do I need to be prote- protective? Yeah. What's their intention? Mm-hmm. Are they going to hurt her? Totally. So I'm sure and that you was- know that that's an important thing. Oh, You're, You definitely. consider your kids almost as much, probably the same amount as you're considering yourself. Because when they're going to be in their life. I know like with Cassandra and Jimmy, it was like a big, that was, it was more, I took it, I took her into consideration more than myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because she, because we're adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can get broken hearted, but we know how to navigate that. Yeah. But they're an innocent person yeah. in and this And they're figuring out doing. life and navigating at such a young age. So why would I implement that? Yeah. So I totally totally get what you're saying it's like a whole new yeah there's there's just so much more to consider when you have kids and um i think and we knew once we committed that way that it was going to lead to marriage and i think we we dated i think for like three and a half years before we got married and i think the reason we waited as long as we did one it was just good to really cultivate Mm -hmm. it and he courted me which i loved and very old-fashioned that way and um but I think navigating the kids, especially Bella, because she was the youngest, mm-hmm. she was still younger. And I think we waited as long as we did because we really just wanted to make sure that 
everything felt secure enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. He was very mindful of our kids, but specifically her mm-hmm. and wanting not wanting to overstep anywhere, but also be available. Yeah. And so I think each one of us with our kids and our stepkids, whatever you want to call it, have we just kind of let it be a natural um, process of how the relationships evolved. We didn't force anything. They all knew each other. So however it was going to be, it's going to be. Yeah. And they've all just established their own relationships, both with the siblings and with their other parents. Uh And it's been nice. And I remember listening to a, I think it was a podcast, like with Focus on the Family or something years ago, um, talking about um, when you have a step family Mm -hmm. that you're blending to think of it as like a crock pot and you Mm -hmm. put everything in low, slow and low and just let it simmer and slowly grow. And then the aromas and all of the fruit from that, you know, just letting it marinate for a long period of time, it'll help it grow in a, in a better way that's going to stand versus just like throwing Throwing it it together and expecting it to happen right away. So we didn't force anything. That's, that kind of reminds me of, in my experience, um, Cassandra played soccer her mm-hmm. whole life. And then the one year she decides to do softball. Mm-hmm. And it's like that awkward year because mm-hmm. all the yeah. kids are already playing and Worst she's like thing. a new one mm-hmm. that's like 10 or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But it was signups and Jimmy's all happy because he played baseball his right. whole life. So he's like, So yes. it's his wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, not baseball, but close enough. Yeah. So I was in line doing signups and he was like, come on, Cassandra, let's go out and play catch or whatever, you know, and it was that discovery part. Mm -hmm. And then her dad comes and then he was like, oh, where's Cassandra? I go, oh, she's over there. But I had a slight hesitation Mm of, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it was so, I almost, I would have cried if I wasn't in line, Mm -hmm. but I held it together. But it was so beautiful seeing how Jimmy just naturally without question stepped back. Yeah. And he gave the ball to him, yeah. to her dad, so that they could do it. And then Jimmy was just in the back in case like mm-hmm. the ball went mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. there. And I was just like, that's just a beautiful visual yeah. of being that. I mean, Jimmy calls himself bonus dad. Yeah. And so, but that was such like a beautiful moment that I was so blessed oh, just absolutely. to see, you know, just happen at Kirk. Because I was like, oh. Well, How is this going to play out? Yeah. You're and then about that. And then sometimes I have the bad habit of, and maybe it's just being a mom where you're trying to be in there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dictate mm-hmm. and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I was intentionally in line. It was a long line, you know, sign ups, mm-hmm. and you don't want to get out of line because <laughs> you're already, uh-huh. you know, in the thick of it. So, but it was so intentional. I was like, okay, God, I'm intentionally here, cannot get out of line. Yep. So that way you can do you, mm-hmm. and, you and the three of them. You can't I don't have a say. Fingers. I can't just, do anything. You have to just watch, watch it unfold and how beautiful it ended up unfolding. Yes, better than what I, because yeah. if I would have been involved, it would, I would have messed it up. Yep. But that's kind of like similar mm-hmm. to what you're kind of sharing too, yeah. of finding the roles and navigating, but ultimately letting God be guide. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of our children, mm-hmm. exes, and then our spouse. Mm-hmm. So oh, totally. <laughs> I mean, and I think that's probably the one thing that I've learned and continue to see throughout the years now is just trying to let go of the reins mm-hmm. and 
let God do what he does best. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's hard, you know, as moms work, you know, we live on a calendar. We're like, okay, he needs to be here. She needs Mm -hmm. to be here. We're doing this. We've got this. We only have this much time. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is structured that way. And when we have to step back and let go and not really have control of the Mm -hmm. situation, it's really hard. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we think we're doing things with the best intentions Uh and we might be, but that still might not be the way God wants it. Mm -hmm. And to sit back and, you know, and that's kind of where I think we're at now, which I think you're probably in the same boat. All of our kids, we have six and they're between the ages of 32 and 21. So they're all adults. Yeah. Um, We have just Bella's living at home for now. You never know. It's a revolving (laughs) door. So every day is a new day with that one. Um, But just because they're adults, Mm -hmm. they're still figuring out life. Mm -hmm. And we're always like joking, like we see one of our phones, you know, is like over on the counter. Oh, is that mine or yours? Oh, okay. Is it one of the kids? What's (laughs) what's the It's the the worst one. It's like, mom. Yes. And then you just so happen not to be there by your phone. Yes. And then they're calling and then you're like, Great. The what's one going time on? That you don't have your phone like right yeah. next to you. Yeah. And then it's like something so little, like, oh, I forgot this. Yeah. Can you please tone down your I text? think it's I think when they call, you know, some of them are more phone callers versus okay. texters. But when any of them call versus a text nowadays, okay. you're like, oh, why are they calling? They're on the side of the road, you know, whatever. I've I've moved past the stage for the most part. My boys will laugh because I used to be like, I saw an accident over on the 805 and I couldn't see the car. Can I just get a thumbs up from both oh of my you gosh. that you're I've like, done that with Cassandra. Oh, well, mom, we're good. Don't worry, moms. You know, like teasing me. But it's like, it's so hard to just not It is. Worry, it know? is. And so now it's like, we just, this like sideline parenting mm-hmm. that there's no book for. There's no, no what to expect the and then there's a different years. generation too. Totally. That's, I'm not super familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, I don't do a lot of the social media that they mm-hmm. all do and stuff. And so, you know, watching them make decisions is tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm grateful that all of them in their own ways come to us mm-hmm. with their decisions or their questions or their struggles mm-hmm. or their, uh, Hey mom, you know, we're like, oh, what is, what's going to be the other end of that sentence? And we're like, whatever it is, we're going to get through it and we'll get, help you get through it. Mm -hmm. But it still doesn't take the shock, you know, where you're just like, you know, because you have all these visions for your kids and the path doesn't look quite the way you thought. It's very humbling, Mm -hmm. but it needs to happen because they have their adults and it's their own lives and their own paths that mm-hmm. they have to figure out, not just the things they do, but their walks with God. Mm-hmm. And um, they can't piggyback on our walk. No. And they have to take their certain steps to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a lot. And so it's definitely taught me to pray in a different way for them than you do when they're mm-hmm. little. You know, like, you know, you pray for themselves, you pray for their partner, if that they're looking for one, or if they have one that, you know, that they're going to find someone that fills that need for them to walk through life because you're going to have lots of bumps in the road and there's going to be heartache. There's going to be death Mm -hmm. and how you go through those things is, you know, kind of what develops the marriage. And is it, you know, you want that partner yeah, for totally, them. Totally. That's going to be that balance where they can both lean on each other. 
Yeah, I know. I know. I used to think it was crazy. My mom would be praying mm-hmm. for our future spouses when we were younger. Yeah, like, and now I get it. Like, now I just, <laughs> just want to jump rope right now. <laughs> trying to think, you know? Yeah. But I now know. I get it. Yeah. yeah. And now I get it. Now I pray. I'm like, okay, God, just provide yep. somebody that's going to honor her. Mm-hmm but also be that man that she needs, you know, and, and have that foundation. That's yeah. all I want. Everything else is just. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That you just the want that course. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I think we're in the same boat with that. And so that's kind of our daily thing is it's almost weird if we don't get a a concern, a, you know, a, a text or a call with a with a something, you know, the car broke down or we need help with this or, hey, how do you do this? Or, you know, just adulting questions that you don't realize, oh, they haven't learned that yet. So I know Cassandra was know. at school. I think it was in between one of her classes. She goes, um, so the car died, but don't worry. Um, some of the students are helping me jump it. And I go, you know, you can't have the... <laughs> And I'm thinking, oh, she doesn't. No, you mm-hmm. can't. She probably has the radio and mm-hmm. on yeah, and just on. turn. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, for future reference, you know, don't, yeah. you know. So I had to help guide her with that. <laughs> I think definitely having AAA. That's yes. like the one thing we've decided has been the best investment with these young <laughs> kids. And we've we've continued to keep the membership on, on them because they've had more flat tires and dead batteries and they all know how to navigate AAA now, all of them. So I'm like, well, there's that at least, you know, I mean, but that's how you learn stuff. We were there too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So what would you tell your younger self? It could be anything. Mm -hmm. What would you tell your younger self? Um, I got bullied a lot when I was younger and, um, I was a really confident little kid, smart mouth out there. You know, I loved sports. I was a really fast runner. So I loved juking people, playing football. Like I was, I was a loud mouth and I was, um, and I love people. I love relationships and stuff, but I don't know. I just, it was hard for me to find my place because I was always bullied by one group of people or mm-hmm. another. So I just wanted to be somewhere where we were equally all just accepted and cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like drama, um, but it always seemed to like follow me. And then in middle school, some of my friends sort of alienated me and then I went to the wrong crowd. And I think I lost my, my confidence Mm -hmm. and I don't really think I regained it until I became a single mom. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, I, I wish I, I would have told myself to be confident in yourself, not just as your own person, but also that you don't need to have like a boyfriend to define mm-hmm. or make you like a whole person that mm-hmm. you as Terry is enough. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't a Christian growing up until I was 19. And so I didn't have that understanding of God loving me in that way. And so I was always searching especially after my dad died for just someone to kind of like fill that space, but Uh I didn't know what that meant. Okay. And I think if I had the confidence to know that I was worthy, that I would have been able to understand and make better choices because of that. And so then I learned more about that 
as a single mom when then I was forced to stand and be like, okay, Terry, now who are you really? Mm-hmm. And what do you want your kids to see? Yeah. And I'm still learning it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I think, I think learning how to be confident in my own person and that God saw me as enough and worthy in and of itself and not having anything else around me, whether it's material things, you know, or possessions or people around me to make me whole, mm. but just to be whole in myself. That's what I want my kids to know too. I love that. Um, and what, what do you want to tell your older self? Cause we're still young. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> me and Johnny talk about that a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I think. And I think becoming a grandma, it's like, I'm starting to get gray hair right here on the edges. And I'm like, am I going to color my hair? I don't color my hair. So. Oh, I do. I and, have well, a ton. And so I'm like, <laughs> am I going to color it? And Johnny's like, no, just let it grow out. And I'm like, I think, I'm, I think I'm caring less. Mm. Like I'm, I'm caring less about what people think about me. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep going in that trajectory, not in an arrogant way, but mm-hmm. in a, you know what? I've got a husband who loves me and loves me really well. Mm-hmm. And I've got six kids that keep me busy in the best way possible, if that makes sense. Yeah. And now I have this grandson that's brought this whole new light to our family. Oh, it's I can like only imagine. Everybody's like, he's here. You know, like <laughs> life stops and, you know, and I think I just, to keep going forward in being confident in my walk with God and, um, not taking everything so seriously and so personally. Mm-hmm. And that allows me to enjoy life a little more genuinely versus like checking boxes. You know what I mean? And I've, you know, I don't, I, my time is valuable to mm-hmm. me, meaning like I don't like to give it away frivolously. Like I like to pour into things that mm-hmm. have meaning for me, for my family, for my friends. They're important to me. Mm-hmm. So like I will carve out that time for them. I hope I try to, but yeah, I mean, it's a growing, it's a process, but to just, I think, try to have a, a full life with not a lot of regret, take the pictures, do the silly things, do the things like talking into a microphone that you would normally be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Which a little you know. background, I had text her, <laughs> I had text you a while and I, and I was like, oh, it's just, how do I word this? I want to just, and I was like, just short and sweet, just throw it out there. <laughs> kind of like you got mail, like mm-hmm. just throw it out there. And you said no, kind of not a blunt no, but it was like, no, but you said it yeah. really sweetly. And I totally understood. Yeah. And that was that. Yeah. And then you came back to me months later and you said, you know, you shared what you shared and said, yes, that you wanted to do it. And let's go have coffee, hot chocolate yeah. first. Yeah. And we did, which could have been a podcast because <laughs> you and I have a ton in common, yeah. which yeah. more than anything, it makes me so blessed and so thankful to be friends with you, even though we don't see each other. Yeah. But we text and DM oh, no, we're, we're, a ton. You've got your meme friends, you know, your, yes. your, your meme queen friends kind of thing. And it's yes. like the the topics that we share in common are very different, but also kind of intertwined in a mm-hmm. way. But yeah, it's, it's I love that. Same. And over after all of these years, it's like our friendship has taken on all of these different um, 
descriptions, uh-huh. but in the coolest way, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, even when we were like, oh, you're going to Jordan Peterson? Oh, where is <laughs> Which in- we were two seats away from <laughs> yeah. each other just out of the whole it's, venue. I feel like all of those things and just the things that we have in common, I feel mm-hmm. like God connects and orchestrates those things. And with us, I think that's what's happened over the years, how we've become better friends in Mm -hmm. all of these different ways. Different seasons Mm -hmm. too, because we were just moms of little ones Mm -hmm. when we, well, I wasn't even a mom yet (laughs) when we met. (laughs) You had two or one, and then you had um, Naya, I think, Mm -hmm. after. Um, But, and then I slowly entered motherhood. But I always, again, like I always admired you and Shannon and just being moms in general. So, and I knew before you was even a mom, mm-hmm. I knew like, oh, that's the type of mom I want to be. Um, so then when I had Cassandra, I was like, oh, <laughs> she fits right in with the age, you know. And, with then, the, and then they end up in kindergarten. Together. Yeah. It's like, oh. But mm-hmm. yeah, but it was, mm-hmm. I think it's sweet and intentional how God puts people in your lives. Absolutely. Because it's not just, because sometimes it's for seasons, mm-hmm. but I feel we have had similar seasons. Mm-hmm kind of maybe similar times or eras. Um, But then now too, with just things going on that have really connected us, like I will totally go to you for anything. I know. Uh, I'm like, hey, what's your opinion on this politically? (laughs) And guess what? Yeah. I learned how to grow my own broccoli sprouts because I'm tired of buying them in the store because they're so expensive. And, and it's, it's like, like where I want to know where you're going to go for your facial because <laughs> I know you probably done all the things and yeah. all the research on the kind of skincare product yeah. she's going to use. Exactly. Like all these and random it's like, things. Okay, but... I need a lift. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get it surgically done, <laughs> but totally I'm sure same. you know a place. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. I love have... that though. Like we, it's like you said, we have all of these different things in common that are different in in and of themselves but then they're kind of all related yeah I think I think we both take a more holistic approach to life definitely is what it is like just the untampered Mm -hmm. just give me my life and let me live it let Mm -hmm. me love God let me love my husband let me love my kids and let me garden my garden (laughs) and and throw a little tinfoil hat you know conspiracy theory in there and we're good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I throw some I mean, humor and sarcasm. Yep, yeah, and totally. we got it. You yeah. know, and but and I'm content with that. I feel like I have a fairly simple life, um, and I'm totally okay with that. There's been seasons of my life where there was an exceptional amount of complexity and drama that mm-hmm. is a lot for me. So if I'm simple and boring, I'm so okay with that. <laughs> same, same. I. And I think that's kind of why I totally get where you're coming from because my divorce was so uh, traumatic for me that I feel like it kind of numbs you in a sense, yeah. but in a good way, mm-hmm. like a thankful way to where when things happen, it's kind of a little blow, but it's like, ugh, it's like, whatever, Let's, yeah. that's like a little nothing. I can just yeah. flick it type of thing. Yeah. But sometimes it takes, it may take a little bit longer to get over. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, I think you and I understand the bigger picture and we understand the quality of life and the quality of family and our spouses. Mm -hmm. Like I'm so appreciative for Jimmy. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful with 
how he is. You know, even like the little things are probably annoying me. I'm mm-hmm. thankful mm-hmm. for that because I'm like, well, thank you, God, that I can be annoyed by him leaving his mug, his coffee mug. Anything. Leaving yeah. anything. Like, thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, someone told me, I forgot, or not someone told me, I, I heard. It's like, to get over the grumblings, yeah. you think, like, thank you that, thank you, God, that I have this grumbling mm-hmm. that my husband is leaving us because that means I have a mm-hmm. husband. And, you know, and then you go down of all sure. of that, that rabbit hole, that root of that. Johnny's going to hear them be like, Think about the grumblings, Terry. Be happy I left that mug over there and that cup and that those keys and that hat. <laughs> I, I just tell Jamaica, it's kind of like having a little kid sometimes that leaves its toys yep. around. You yep. have your slippers. You yep. have your mug. Yep. It's like I knew where he was. Yep. No, totally. Like a snail. There's like a trail everywhere. And so with his work schedule, he's like gone a day here, a day, you know, yeah. back and forth. So when he leaves, like he's back at work today, this will be my pickup day. And I just kind of <laughs> like, I feel like I spend 30 minutes just walking around the house, picking up all the things and putting them back. And then Tell he comes him back the and thing. brings all his stuff home with him, you know, and it's yeah. like, but then when he's gone for several days mm-hmm. and the house is clean, I'm like, I want it messy, not messy, but yeah. I want those but things. But then you miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally so get like, it. Then stop complaining, Terry. <laughs> That's where I'm at. It's like, no, I'm thankful. I'm thankful because he was sitting here on his laptop mm-hmm. doing emails mm-hmm. for work, mm-hmm. you know, which then in the end, I'm thankful God gave him this position and provides for yeah, us. Totally. That's, so it just goes. Sometimes I just, you know, we need to be reminded of that and mm-hmm. the perspective of that because the bigger picture and the good men that they are because I think they're very similar in a lot of yeah. ways as well I'm glad they got to meet <laughs> <laughs> and um but no just you know just looking at it from a different perspective of gratefulness mm-hmm. and I think I'm typically a positive glass full kind of person mm-hmm. um and so I just I think you can get sucked into the overwhelming of days and then it shifts your perspective and Mm -hmm. then you just kind of have to realign and be like okay here yeah in the big picture just put the mug in the sink you're gonna be fine (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah terry thank you for being here and being on this episode and sharing your heart and your story um i know it's gonna bless and encourage others in whatever season of life that they're in and thank you more than anything for being i don't want to cry but just being a blessing to my life. And I know in the years ahead. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, um, I knew when I texted you back, I already had told Johnny, I'm like, oh, dang it. <laughs> I know God's telling me you need to just do it. And I don't under, like, I, I struggle with myself because I'm like, why me? I'm just, yeah, I'm just me. Um but that's but I why. understand that if God opens up opportunities, sometimes you have to just step out in faith and do them anyways because you don't know what he has planned with it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, just trust it and then don't think about it for months <laughs> until it goes because it's all going to be good. But no, seriously, thank you for having me. I love you, Priscilla. Oh, I, love I love the friendship too. that we've that we have that sort of just morphed into such a beautiful thing after all these years. So Same. Same. Love you. Love you too. Thanks for listening and joining me. I hope you found something of value in this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss out. Until next time, I hope you have the most beautiful day. God bless.